Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hardly Resourceful Podcast. I'm Nick, and today, what the hell am I going to talk about? Well, I'm feeling about Olympics, because we are in the middle of Olympic fever. It's been about a week since the 2020 Tokyo Olympics has started. See, that's the first thing i got to say. The 2020 Olympics, it's actually really messed with my head, because I keep on thinking, wait, 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 is 2020 really that bad of a year that we're still in it? You know what I mean? Like, it still feels like it's 2020. But, of course, it's 2020 for the Olympics because they do it every year and they have to, every four years, so they have to delay it and all that jazz. But just seeing it everywhere, it it gives me, like, a double take. You know? You're just like, huh, wait a minute, what the hell is that? This is 2020, 2021, not 2020. There's a big difference. And I can already tell there's going to be what, 10, 10 years, there's going to be that trivia question, when was the Tokyo 2020 Olympics held? And then you're going to a bunch of young people going, Phew. it's 2020, it's in the name, you fucking idiot. And then you got all of us, you know, all of us boomers, all of us old people will be going, my young and it was 2021 because of the coronavirus. And they go, what? What's the coronavirus? Uh, actually... What is this? And then we'd go, well, you know, it was a virus. People got, old people were really sick. And, um, I mean, now it's getting a lot of people sick. And they go, oh, no, I don't see the problem in that. Killing old people. And you go, damn. Damn, boy or girl. You crazy. Why are you doing this to us? And, you know, they're just cranky because they lost a point in bar trivia. What can I say? I mean, bar trivia is really, really intense. You know, you got to get that extra pitch of beer, you know, because life is too short to stay sober. Am I right? <laughs> uh, no, I don't drink. It's fine. I'm so cool. <laughs> but the so Tokyo Olympics, I love the Olympics. I think it's fantastic. I really enjoy it. It's one of those things where so, clarification, I am Australian, and of course, everything we consume is Australia, Australia, Australia. Of course, you know, it's all about all about your nationalism, not not your white nationalism, just your regular nationalism, your good nationalism, your mainstream, I'm proud of my patriotic nation kind of stuff, which is all well and good, um, but I like to consume all the sports as much as I can, all the weird sports, not weird sports, but like... Sports where my country doesn't really dominate because we don't get a lot of um, Im- images of it, a lot of, lot of eyes on the ge- on those games, you know. For us, for Australia, we're really good at swimming, really good at rowing. Apparently, we're good at basketball. I didn't really realize that basketball. Uh, bloody. Sometimes we're good at archery. Sometimes we're good at shooting. Kayaking, I kayaking was a thing. I didn't realize kayaking was a uh, was an Olympic sport. Surfing, again, I didn't realize that was a thing this year. But that makes sense to why we're okay at surfing. What else are we good at? Apparently, we got someone at the hundred meters, like high up. I, I'm like, damn, white guy can run. I'm not used to seeing that. It's, I mean, it's refreshing, but uh, you know, but like, you're like, damn, <laughs> refreshing. Oh, it's refreshing to see a white man run. Oh boy, look at this world. What does this world come to? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so silly. But yeah, like, and I think we got what sailing. Um, man, I gotta, I gotta read up more on what we're actually good at. I mean, we had a dude doing trampolining. That was another one. Um, but yeah, so we're not like huge on like we're not huge on every single type of sport. I mean, yeah, we're not China. 
you know like we're not just like we, we ain't pushing billions of people out putting them in the, in the sports camps you know and be like oh you got to do this it's okay i'm chinese i can make that voice oh you got to do this otherwise you don't get to go home uh do they look mo you better beat the guai low you know what i mean that's what the chinese want they want to beat the white devil beat that white devil but you know i'm the <laughs> this, this weird camp of just like some generic white dude photo and they're all pointing at this white dude photo going like a pita guaylo and you're like damn you crazy china <laughs> oh god but so that's being said i really do enjoy watching other countries um go go for go for their respective medals but what i really like the gold medal the gold medal one's always amazing but it's the ones that are fighting for like the bronze you know and these are kind of like you know countries like you know mongolia maybe some south american countries brazil i don't know something like that something where you're not it's not the usual top five you know the great top five being off the top of my head i'm gonna say britain britain china america australia maybe i think south korea is doing pretty good i think it's something like that so you've got these countries that have uh, better resources to support these athletes and all that jazz, and of course, and then they got the countries that can only really put in a few people, and they don't really get to. They have to like it's this or that's it, and you know, like winning a gold is a huge deal. Any any country, I don't care what you say, it is it's big for any deal, but any gold placing or any other medal placements for that matter. But especially for these other countries, this is like huge for them. You know, like, they, they, it sets them up for life. Sets, you know, helps their families, all this kind of stuff. So when you see them win silver or bronze and they're just crying and they're happy, like, they're happier than I've seen some people win gold. You know, you're like, damn, this person's so freaking happy. And I'm so happy to see other people succeed like that. But then the problem I have with the Olympics, actually, is I would say the I'd say the main media coverage of it. You know, you've got like, especially I'm gonna say this. This is purely my experience in Australia. I don't know what it's like in other countries. Uh, if you can let me know, that would actually be really interesting at uh, hardly resourceful podcast at gmail dot com, and let me know what it's like in the coverage. Because for the Australian coverage, it's very much, oh, uh, they lost. Oh, it's so disappointing. They just they got silver. You know. Oh, oh, they got bronze. Oh, oh that's so sad. Oh, oh, they got the whole weight of the nation on their shoulder. Like, God damn, I am hope they're not watching this. Like, of course they're stressed out. The whole nation on your shoulders. It's like, no, nah, that's a bit much. Like, you're running, you're swimming. And again, top people at their level. I'm not trying to like, limit this, but they're doing what they do best and what they love. Let them just focus. Let them, you know, enjoy it. But the funny part is, but when you listen to people covering it like this the the ex olympians they are so much better at like commentating stuff and not like the news coverage of it they they get it you know they're like oh man i'm so it's so good like they got silver they got oh sorry about that they got bronze oh yeah you can oh actually just a side note it smells like um mint slices for australians out there it's it smells like mint slices and anyone else out there that it's so it's a chocolate biscuit it's like a so you got like a, a chocolate biscuit, got like a layer of like 
mint so think of like an oreo that white stuff in the oreo like that but it's minty covered in chocolate so tasty so tasty but yeah i, I it's just one of those things that really like frustrates me when you see the news and they're going like ah oh, you know we almost had the goal it's like I'm sorry, this person's the second best person in the world, or the third best person in the world. We should be a little bit happier, you know? I, I think we got bronze in in the um, surfing, and some people are like, oh, disappointed we didn't get the gold. But you're seeing the, the people celebrating and losing their shit, and like, that's what the Olympics is about, you know? It's about putting everything in, coming out, as coming out the best you can, you know, getting to the top. And if you can't get to the top, if you're in the top three... God damn, that is impressive. Like, and that's what it is. Just meant to like em- em- embrace the celebration of different nations coming together and having a bit of fun. You know what I mean? Well, if you have any uh, differences of opinion or anything like that, just shoot me an email, okay? I want to. I want to hear it. You know, I want to engage with you guys. Now, speaking of being the best at your game, so in Australia. We have this show running called Beauty and the Geek. I mean, that doesn't sound like best in the game. It sounds, it sounds like reality show bullshit. Well, it is. But this is something I really give shit about right now. You know? I'm currently in lockdown uh, for a second time. And uh, the days are starting to blur together. So I need to complain about stuff to get stuff off my chest. And just let things go. So Beauty and the Geek. Started off as an American TV show. For anyone who's not aware of the premise of the show, it goes like this. You have beauties, generally hot-as-hell women. That's mainly about it. They don't really have any... uh, They might be socially inept. Uh, They might be a bit like, I'm so goddamn pretty, or I'm an Instagram influencer, or uh, insert any other generic I'm not smart but I'm pretty uh, trope in there. And then the geeks are, I'm a big old nerd. I like to do video games, and I actually know. I'm a physicist. Think of, like, Big Bang Theory. There we go. There we Ah, yes, Big Bang Theory. I don't know how to deal with people, but I am also really smart. So it, so it started off like that. So that was the premise. So the premise of it was, let's get these two, pe- these two people on the social end of the spectrum together and pit them against each other in challenges. So challenges where the beauties would do well in. So you've got your social skills, your beauty, your looks, and then you've got the geeks one where it's more um, intelligence-based stuff. So like your quizzes where they have to learn how to study or they have to produce something. So they have to leverage each other's strengths so that they can lean on each other and grow as a team. So it starts off as like a regular... You think it's a whatever, this is just going to be some reality show garbage. And it, you know, the f- first couple of seasons weren't were pretty good. I, I, and I mean that genuinely. And I don't, I'm not a huge fan of reality shows because it hits a certain point where you get the editing. You, just, you can see the editing where they start cutting stuff out and then putting random li- voice lines in to make someone seem like a psychopath or an asshole. But you know, it's not real. But people, oh, people be surprised though. Some people are like, oh my god, I can't believe Betsy called Darren a smelly bumhole. It's like, well, when the line sounded like this, Darren is a smelly bumhole. You know, it's like, come on, man. Like, you're really, you're really grasping at straws here. But the one thing 
with this show that I really liked was that it wasn't... So you'd think it would be about, let's get these nerds to fuck these... <laughs> fuck these beauties. Uh, but it's not. It's It's more like, oh, no, men and women working together, building each other up and becoming friends in a meaningful way and having transforma- and transforming each other for the better, growing from their experiences and differences of opinion or thought. And it's like, whoa, this is more nuanced than I expected from the showrunner who was, I think it was Ashton Kutcher? Like, no, no, no disrespect, my dude, but, like, I wasn't expecting this to turn out the way it did. And I really like the shows. So Australia's like, you know what, I could do this, let's do this. Okay, mate, we got this, we got dingoes, we got... We got women. We got women and dingoes and koalas. We've also got nerds. We've got nerds everywhere, mate. Okay, cool. Let's see how it turns out. First season, not too bad. You know, it's the same. It, it does follow that, that, that core of geeks, beauties working together, growing together. And it's pretty. It's a pretty endearing show, I have to say. It's, I got a little suspect for it. But this season, this current season running in 2021 is absolute hot fucking garbage and i will fight anybody in my crippled state right now of if they if you disagree with me because so the advertising material for the show is primarily focusing on there's this romance and oh my god i'm so nerdy oh my god he's i not the normal kind of guy that i'm into yeah i don't know i don't i never knew i'd meet someone like this oh my god he's so He's actually quite dreamy. I think I love him. Oh. In this year in Beauty and the Geek, we, the beauties and the geeks, make icky sticky happy fucky more after the break. You know, and I'm like, no. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not about that. It's never been about that. Come on, man. And I heard there was a second season being in the product, in the process of being made and stuff. And I was like, oh, I was kind of looking forward to it, you know. Because, again, you got the coronavirus bullshit, and everyone's just like, oh, I'm sick of this. Sick of all the bullshit. And, da, 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 da. and it's like, oh, if you didn't kick, that would be a bit of fun. And it's like, no, this is just, this just goes back to all the stupid fucking tropes that you hate in your goddamn reality shows. You know, it's it's like back in the, taking a step back for a second. Like, you know when reality shows just started? Like, you're amazing. See, I really like Amazing Race. I like Survivor, or Survivor if you fast forward through it, because who's got time to watch all the bullshit drama? I just like watching the, watching the challenges. And uh, Big Brother in Australia. So there was all these kind of sweet, endearing elements of these early um, reality shows, because reality TV was too new for the genre to be kind of defined by tropes, right? So you actually had regular people, regular dudes... And ladies just doing whatever they do. And even the producers and editors didn't really know what they wanted to do. And they just kind of took it at face value. And I think that's what part of the element of the original Beauty and the Geek I liked. Was that it was just this kind of... Yes, it was high, very high production value. And yes, it was edited. But it still had that like element of genuineness in it. But now, god fucking damn it. It's just so... Like the first episode's all about... Oh my god. Hi, I'm I'm Betsy and I'm a journalist and I've got big tits and I've got personality. Oh cool. Okay, and next one. Hi, my name's my name's Patricia and I can do periodic table kind of. Oh cool. Okay. And the go and the geeks are gonna be all over that. Wait, what? 
I really, hi, I like video games. What else do you do? Oh, I just like video games, and I'm a nerd, and I also look like I'm a nerd. Okay, how about you, buddy? I don't know. I look like someone who would be a nerd. And then you've got other people who are like, they look like regular dudes who are asked to just grow their hair long and grow their beard long and to also wear plaid. I don't know why. It seems like it's a, it's a show. It's like a tip or something where they go, you look too normal. We're going to make you look, look like shit. Because so for those that aren't aware of the show, they always have this transformation element on it. So you got to look like shit, right? So that the transformation is more meaningful. Because if you have a basic gen general sense of style going into the show, it's not going to work. And so the, none of these, like there's a hand, maybe a couple of people who are experts in their field, but they're not really experts. It's like, oh, I, this person goes to university for maths. Cool. So there's hundreds of other people who gives a shit. Oh, this person's really into video games. Cool. Who the fuck isn't? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it, most, of the, most of it is just people who were just in their mother's basements or they've got like some kind of developmental disorder and they're making, and this is the part that really shits me right now. I'm not having a go at these people because like I, like, I think it's shit when people have a go at people who have whatever, whatever stacked against them. And they, I was watching one episode where they're at this radio station and I swear to Christ, every single like funny part of it was like making the making the geek look like a complete moron, you know? And again, I'm going back to, I keep on bringing back the original show and it, it wasn't like that. Like there was funny moments where they misread the room kind of thing where it's like, oh, that's awkward, you know? But this seems more maliciously poking at the bear. You know, it's like, oh yeah, you look at you, you fucking loser. And it's like, let's get the reaction out of you. And while the beauties are just like, ah, I'm a beauty. And even then the beauties, like, are just there as, like, objects for these people they want to, like, bang. And it's weird. I don't like that. Because the whole point was this fun interaction between the two. And then, like, at one point, there's another woman who's like, oh, I think I really like him. And then they kiss, and it's like, I think we're in a relationship now. And you're like, are you stupid? I'm sorry. What the hell is this nonsense? Like, why, why? There's... I don't, I, 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 like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just ranting. I'm just ranting now at this point. I mean, this whole, this whole bloody podcast is ranting. You all know what you signed up for. But like, here's, I think here's the main thing. It transformed into this nice story about two different types of people coming together, working together and growing as people. And then it's become this like, oh, hey, nerds, look at these hot women. You want to fuck them, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I want to yeah, I want to fuck them. Hey, girls, you want to get famous on Instagram if these guys want to kiss you, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's do challenges and random shit and get these random nerds. Who gives a shit? Like, the, the nerds aren't even smart, people. Like, what the fuck? I could do it. Yes, I play video games. It's like, who cares? You know, it's like, oh, I just grow up my beard a bit and make it look like i got facial pubes. And I'm good to go, you know? It's like... Nah, man, that, that shit ain't right. That shit ain't uh, You know what? Any producers out there from from the bloody uh, Beauty and Geek, hit me up. Let me know. Uh, I'll, I'm happy to have a discussion argument with you right here, right, right here, right now. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, man. So, yeah, Olympics. Love them. They don't like the media, how they portray it. Beauty and Geek. Used to love it. Now I don't like it anymore. Seems to be a theme for the show. Well, that's the end of my rants and my complaining about the Olympics and all the Olympic media coverage and Beauty and the Geek 2021. 
If you have enjoyed this show, and if indeed you are still watching, I'd like to thank you so much. If you have anything that you want to talk about that is in this episode or want to be brought up in the next episode, make sure you email the email hardlyresourcefulpodcast at gmail.com. I've been Nick. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.